Greetings and salutations and welcome to Recasted, the podcast that will argue in court that we are the best podcasters at doing recasting movies. Damn right we are. The new month is upon us and we decided to honor the men and women of the military by doing movies with actors instead of military people. Yes. <laughs> so we're honoring them by honoring the actors. Taking us on this journey is Major Hassa. Hello. And myself, Lance Corporal Chris. Does that mean I outrank you? Yes. Yeah. I think. I don't know how the military <laughs> works. Know. We should have looked this up. <laughs> uh, we start this month off by taking on one of the most quotable movies, since we can't handle the truth. So let's adjourn as we recast A Few Good Men. Gonna... And your thoughts are? You're looking up military ranks? <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at well, the Navy in particular, because this was, this was the Navy. Oh, yeah, it was the Navy. Yeah. The so, Navy and the Marines. I, I had to. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna start this podcast by saying I had to really hold back casting anybody from NCIS. <laughs> I really wanted Gibbs in this movie somewhere. Not not from Jag. No, <laughs> or Jag, yes, but <laughs> because yeah. that's the whole NCIS like premise. Yeah, well, it's the the Navy. Yeah, well, like uh, Demi Moore's character works for the Judge Advocate General's Corps, which yeah. is the Jag, which the Jag, you know, and, and then the what was it? What's NCIS stand for again? Naval Criminal Investigational Services. Yeah, they kind of they're the cops, and Jaggers the lawyers, right? Yeah. So well, they're the investigators, and then yeah, yeah, because they say like, oh, he sent this letter to the NCI, but they don't finish it with S, so mm-hmm. it's very sad. Hmm. What hmm. were your thoughts on this movie? What did you like? Did we look up? <laughs> there is a rank in the Royal Canadian Navy called the Master Seaman. Just I'm a child. Giggle over there. <laughs> Wait, what was the one underneath it, though? Uh, leading semen. <laughs> Able semen <laughs> and ordinary <laughs> semen. <laughs> uh, we shouldn't have done this movie. Uh, okay. Are you looking up? Major is above a Lance Corporal. Probably. Yeah. I don't even see Major on here. Uh, okay. You... No, no, Major, there it is. Major. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel is above Major. Well. Um, but I think a Lance Corporal is, like, underneath. I don't even see Lance Corporal on here. Watches it's not part of the Navy. But wouldn't, but would, wouldn't the Lance Corporals have been the, the Marines? Probably. It doesn't really matter. Okay. So, I love this movie. You love this movie. This Tell is, us why. This is a great... I, I think this movie has probably one of the best... Okay. Court cases are nowhere near this interesting. <laughs> no. Let's let's start with that. Courtroom dramas and stuff like that are never like a real courtroom. I visited a courtroom once when we were in like high school and you like they were in the middle of their oh, yeah. their speeches, but it was all about defining a term. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like you could see some of that in here, like when um when Kevin Bacon's character is going, he's going to literally call the entire platoon to be mm-hmm. like, were you part of that meeting? Yes. Did you, were you part of this other meeting? He's like, no, we concede that this is the case. <laughs> Can we concede that all 48 <laughs> members have? Yes. Yeah. We're taking a recess. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. Well, so like, get, wait, do you get now paid for the whole yeah. day? Like <laughs> we got Cuba Gooding Jr. in here. That's all we need. Yeah. He, he spoke his piece. A couple of years from now, they'll be in a movie together again. <laughs> Uh, but no, I think, I think the the good, the cool thing about courtroom dramas 
it's just like you always get those scenes where they're yelling at each other, the lawyer and the the defendant mm-hmm. or the lawyer and the witness, and they, he, there's always that verbal sparring match of like who's yeah. going to break first. And I think this is one of the best examples of it because you just see the ego of Jack like, Nicholson, just like seething from Jack Nicholson, mm-hmm. and like when he gets caught in the lie, and you're, yeah. he's like just. He's like, oh shit, you screwed me. And he just realizes it. And like, yeah, yeah it's just really, really well done. And I think um, Aaron Sorkin, who wrote this mm-hmm. and wrote the, the original play that this is based on, yeah. is one of the best at that stuff. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Did you ever see um, The Social Network? No. So he wrote The Social Network, which David Fincher directed, which is, if, if you need to watch a movie with some incredibly quick dialogue. <laughs> That movie is one of them. There's a, the opening scene where um, he's the... Mark Zuckerberg. Thank you. Jesse Eisenberg's Mark Zuckerberg is, is kind of talking to his girlfriend mm-hmm. and trying to get her to not break up with him. And that's just the the verbal sparring back and forth. Like, it's very, very well done. He um, Aaron Sorkin really knows how to write yeah. interesting dialogue. No one ever talks like that. No. But it's, it's very interesting and it's very fun. But you don't watch it to be realistic. No. You watch it to be that... Yeah. And, and, and every forth. time I see a clip of The West Wing, which is a show yeah. he did, I kind of want to be like, I kind of sh- should I go back and watch West Wing? <laughs> I know it's really old, but this sounds kind of fun. And the, like, the whole walking like, down the hallway yeah, and the talk camera. And walk. Yeah, yeah, talk and walk. Talk and walk with me. Okay, let's go. <laughs> let's go here. We're going here. Um, Sorry about that. Yeah. No, I really, I really like this because I like the whole back and forth between the two lawyers. Like the one scene where he's like. Hey, this is the manual. Can you tell me where there's a code red? Yeah. Okay, well, here's your Guantanamo Bay manual. Can you tell me where the code red? And then he walks up with the same thing and is like, tell me where the mess hall is. But he didn't walk up with the same thing. He, he grabbed, grabbed it out of yeah. his hand as he was walking back. But I love that moment because even Kevin Bacon's like, oh, yeah. he, he called me on this. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. the, the, the very end where he's like, where the, the two other corporals that mm-hmm. Sam had brought in, he's like, what were they going to testify to? Is they were going to testify that they don't remember seeing any kind of plane four days yeah. ago. He's like, that was a good play. <laughs> it was a good play. But I like the... See... Sorry. Hang on. <laughs> you okay? Wow. But I like the play between Jack and... Uh... Sorry, my voice is going to go weird because I'm holding it back. Between uh, Je- uh, Jack and Daniel. Cafe and Ross. Like, Kevin Bacon and um, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, yeah. Because, like, I like the play that... They're not fighting each other like they're not no they're not enemies they're not the lawyers that hate each other they're literally like okay well they work for the same team yeah right they're like, both they're hey. both they're both navy just one's representing the government and the other yeah. one's representing the client yeah right so it's only you well you can get a private lawyer in those situations if you really want to but well that's how the, um uh, that's how galloway got in right pretty much because yeah. he got the aunt's permission mm-hmm to be his lawyer. And <laughs> Aunt Jenny, was it? Mm-hmm. This is Aunt Jenny? Oh, wow. <laughs> You're young. Yeah. And I think... Okay. See, so this is... So, while we're on this topic. Mm-hmm. So, we have the two Marines, um, Harold and I can't remember the, the young kid's name. Uh, I'll look it up. But anyways. So, the young kid states he never got the order from uh, Kendrick's. Yes. But he got the order from Harold. Uh, yeah. Because Harold is his um, commander, or is the next in line. Downey. Yes, Downey. And Dawson. And Dawson. Yeah. 
Downey oh, is Lance yeah. Corporal. That must be a it must be a Marine thing. Yeah, because yeah. Lance Corporal was above because he was a private first class. Mm-hmm. So technically, while they're being tried together, they could have been tried separately because Downey, Downey was the kid, right? Yeah. Downey has a case where he was following orders because mm-hmm. he was following the orders well, he got sent. But then they do talk at the end where mm-hmm. it's like you got dishonorably discharged, and he's yeah, like. That- that was rough, but that then he's like, super rough. I like how he, the one guy's like, no, we, we did fail as Marines. Like, yeah, yeah. it was unfitting. Well, cause they didn't protect the little guy, right? Yeah. They should have yeah. protected the weakness. But weakness. so did everybody above them. Yeah. Right. But then you know that, which that... is, which is why Whitt- uh, Whitaker, no, um, Markinson, sorry. I don't know why I said Whitaker. Markinson was killed himself. Right. Cause yeah. he's like. I disgraced what it is to be Marine yeah. by not standing up for this kid. And he's like, I know, I know Jessup and what he will do. And mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, I'm a disgrace. And oh. so, yes, it's a good movie. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I just, I really, I really enjoy all the characters. Like I really enjoy Kiefer Sutherland's like super religious, like super Marine Corps yeah. unit. Like, what is it? Unit. It's uh Something Unit core core god, god country country yeah <laughs> you're like it's yeah. a little out of sync but um but it also shows you like like when they first meet Downey and Dawson mm-hmm. and they're like stop calling me sir mm-hmm. and like they just, they they just can't turn it off yeah like what are those two kids gonna do in real life like mercenaries. Private, well, private security. Well, now, but that not back, not in the nineties. They no, really didn't in have the 90s, that. I re- um, well, you, I mean, not as it's much. not as as yeah. no. But again, pr- private security, mm-hmm. right? But like, it's just more of like, a, how do you go home? Well, that's the thing. how do you turn off how being you, a marine? Yeah. Like, I know they're an amazing group of people. Like everybody who in the military does way more than I can ever do. Oh yeah, but I just I don't know how you would ever turn all that off once you were stopped being that but i feel like that's the same for cops that have been in the True. force for like 40 years yeah like it's but like the thing s- like how do you shut off and you you see years of training kind of he see him talk about it because like when tom cruise talks about it, he's like you know he, he says what was i think it was his opening statement he's like and then uh, he gave an order which mm-hmm. doesn't mean anything to a normal person yeah and barely me. means anything to hear on this base yeah. but to these people it's, it's it's life or death. Well, he like, says that to Jessup. He's like, yeah. would your men follow all your orders? Like, they have to follow oh, yeah. my orders. And he's like, but now you're telling me that these men didn't. So yeah. what? What? Yeah. Like, was he in danger? Yes. Yes. What was he in grave danger? Is there any other kind? Yeah. It's like, oh, you pretentious dick. <laughs> my okay. So the moment that I had when I was watching this, I was like, it was probably my favorite moment. I mean, of course, you have the quoted, you can't handle the truth. But mine actually came from when they're talk. He's uh, talking to the the colonel, and the colonel's like, "Hey, you should be addressing me as Sir Colonel or whatnot." Oh, yeah. Like, and the judge is like, "You will address him as Sir and Colonel." And then he's like, "Thank you." He's like, "And you will be addressing me as Sir or Judge." And you're just, just like, like oh. I, "I know I've earned that." Yeah. And you're just like, "Oh snap!" Yeah. The judge isn't following this bullshit either, yeah. but. I don't know. There was also that scene in, when they were having breakfast in Cuba, and he's like, you're mm-hmm. going to ask me nicely <laughs> for these papers. It's like... Oh, yeah, yeah. he's... 
Do you want some fun facts? Yes, let's fun fact it up. Oh, it's Chris's fun facts. Fun facts with Chris. Fun facts. Okay, as we said, the original play was written by... Um, Aaron Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin. It was inspired by an actual co-read at Guantanamo Bay. It was Lance Corporal David Cox and nine other enlisted men tied up a fellow Marine and severely beat him for snitching to the Naval Criminal Investigational Services. Mm. Cox was acquitted and later honorably discharged. In 1994, <laughs> David Cox mysteriously vanished and his bullet-riddled body was found three months later. His murder remains unsolved. Huh. That's, uh... that, that's a harsh <laughs> one. Yeah. But let's bring it up. Uh, Tom Cruise's Jack Nicholson impersonation... <laughs> So, when his character is quoting Colonel Jessup, yeah. was not scripted. You could tell. Yeah, because Demi Moore and Kevin Pollock's reactions they, are they genuine. They chuckle at it. <laughs> They're just like laughing yeah. so hard. Uh, but an unnamed executive gave Aaron Sorkin a note. It said, <clears throat> if Tom Cruise and Demi Moore aren't going to sleep with each other, why is Demi Moore a woman? He responded, I said the obvious answer. Women have purposes other than to sleep with Tom Cruise. <laughs> he claimed the incident was his worst, ex worst experience as a screenwriter. That because like I I kept expecting that and then I because mm -hmm. I obviously I saw this movie back way back in the way days. back in ninety two came out um and like I kept kind of expecting and then they went on the date and they kind of had the playful flirting but like yeah I'm kind of I'm really glad nothing happened no with that. I really I really yeah. enjoyed that um Aaron Sorkin did appear um, he appears as a lawyer in a bar <laughs> talking to a woman about I one of his him cases right away. <laughs> I'm like oh hey let's Aaron Sorkin or if you want to be fun with it, it's A.A. Ron Sorkin. A.A. Ron Sorkin. <laughs> Sean Bond. Uh, Jack Nicholson was paid $5 million for 10 days work. Nice. Technically, he worked an extra morning for free when Rob Reiner and the crew didn't get all of his footage shots in time. Nicholson later admitted that it was one of the few times the money was well spent. <laughs> I, cause to be honest, I was very surprised to see this. This is Rob Reiner. Yeah. When, I, it, when it first started, it I'm like, holy up. crap, this is a Rob Reiner film. Yeah. So this is the second Rob Reiner film we've done. Yes. Yeah, we did Princess Bride. All right, last one, because I found this one pretty funny. Okay. So while filming the scene in which Kendricks is driving Caffey's group around the base in the Humvee through two rows of marching Marines, Keith Sutherland had trouble driving the extra-wide vehicle and actually hit Marines on multiple takes. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> I, um, I loved the scene... You know, it's pouring rain, and he comes in drunk to his own house, which his friends are just yes. in for some reason. And and then you know he figures out that he's going to put Jessup on the stand, and he goes out and gets he goes out and gets um, Demi Moore. But he's driving, and the first thing I thought of was like he's, he's drunk. super drunk. <laughs> They're both drinking. <laughs> no, but like Kevin Pollock at oh, least yeah. was not that drunk. Like he should have been driving, and in the rain. So yeah. um, I do know. Uh, I don't know if this was in the fun facts or anything, but I used to listen to Kevin Pollock's uh, podcasts mm -hmm. and like, cause he's a standup comedian. Oh yeah. He's and a, a very comedian. prolific podcaster actually. And like he always, he talked about this movie and he was like, oh yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll audition for it, but I'm never going to get it. It's yeah. Tom Cruise and Jack Nicholson. And right. And then he's like, yeah. And then, oh, two weeks later, I'm sitting in a courtroom with Tom Cruise yelling at Jack Nicholson. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> uh, yeah, because yeah, originally it was supposed to be Jason Alexander. Oh, was it? Um, he was supposed to play Sam Weinberg. But when Seinfeld was unexpectedly renewed, he was no longer available. So you wonder if it's one of those things where it's like, ah, oh, yeah, we'll cast him. Mm -hmm. But he was great. I we wanted a character. funny guy, so we casted a funny guy. Yeah. 
I don't think so, uh, I kind of went. So, I, I went a different way. So it was it was neat seeing a bunch. They had a bunch of weird small castings in this. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about Cuba Gooding Jr. Yep. We we didn't talk about Noah Wiley right, from yeah. ER fame. Um, they had the the captain at the very beginning was this character actor that you've seen in hundreds and hundreds of things. The one who didn't want to talk oh, yeah. in front because he's like, we can't talk about behind, can talk about you behind your back <laughs> if you're in the room. Because like, oh, wow, you're a dick. Cool. <laughs> um, who He was in JAG a bunch too. Yeah. I think he was like the head in, the, the head guy in yeah. JAG. I wonder if this was kind of a spawn, a spinoff of that, or JAG was a spinoff of this well, movie. Well, I think it, if I was reading... Sorry, I was trying to find it while we were doing fun facts, but because um, I think, oh, here it is. Um, Aaron Sorkin got the story idea from his sister, who is um, a JAG attorney. Okay. So yeah, it very well could have been hmm. the spin-off JAG, and then NCIS spun off that, and then NCIS Los Angeles, and somehow we now have Ice Cube, and no, not Ice Cube. Um, LL Cool J. Wow, I apologize. Yeah, and Chris O'Donnell. Well, he played a different character in the TV show Jag. Oh yeah, Captain. The same. It looks like Cheeseboro, but it's probably not Cheeseboro. Probably whatever. Cheeseboro. Um, and then Xander Bar- Berkeley mm-hmm. was in this as well for like a hot second. Who we recasted? Or no, we didn't recast him, but he was in. Um... God damn it! Wasn't he in um... Never Ending Story? Wasn't he the dad? The shitty dad? Oh, oh no, I that was a so. different person. No. But this guy is another huge character actor. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. It was just fun. It was just like, oh my god. I, I know. Mm-hmm. I've seen all these people. And did you notice who the doctor was? Who was like, no, I know what. It was Christopher Guest. Right. Who we have recasted in Princess yes. Bride. Yes. <laughs> Was like, yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of like, there's a bunch of people's faces that I'm yeah. going through the list right now. That like, I swear I've seen in a bunch of shows. Yeah, it was um, it was so surprising. Like, because I'm seeing him be such a uh, a dick basically. Because he's mm-hmm. like, no, I'm not wrong. I'm a doctor. I'm right. On 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 the stand, I'm like, is that Christopher Guest? And I had to look it up. But yeah, I'm much younger, Christopher Guest, because um, obviously yes. he is quite older now. Well, this was 92 when it came out. Okay. How are you changing said movie? Modern. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, I think this goes modern setting. I think it, it... The only real struggle I have with that is the whole him changing the flight plans and like all that. Because, let's be honest, there's no way a colonel would be able to do that in post-9-11 well, world. It also wouldn't be a physical, written-down flight plan. It'd be Mm-mm. a computer log it should have been a computer log in 92 yeah <laughs> so i mean there's of course a lot of things that you'd have to maybe tweak just to fit the time mm-hmm. um but that would easily be written away just by having that actually be the flight yeah right because like no matter what he wasn't packed no that's so the whole like, point that the the earlier flight becomes a moot point when it comes to yeah. that with that fact right i would probably change the theater I don't think I'd have it Guantanamo Bay because yeah. Guantanamo Bay has definitely changed of yeah. what it is. It's also gotten its uh, yeah. notoriety. But the thing is, too, like, 
back in the 90s, like, yeah, it was a danger to be in Guantanamo Bay. Like, mm-hmm. people did get shot at and stuff. But, like, it's not like that anymore. Like, no. But you like, could not, easily pick it up and Cuba, go. Not that Cuba is, like, yeah, totally cool coming. with having you here. But, yeah. like, this would be more better served in Iran or yeah. Afghanistan say, or something like that. This gets picked up and dropped in the Middle East. Yeah. And so it goes along something like that. Mm-hmm. Where, of course, then you wouldn't have the whole, we're just going to fly right over there and then fly right back the next, like, that day. Well, you, you could still do that, just have a longer flight time, right? Yeah. So. Um, yes. So, definitely, this is a modern film for me. Um, I also, and we'll talk about it, because I, I changed the judge slightly because I, I thought it was a good idea. That's fine. Because um, I liked, <laughs> I wanted to play off the whole, the colonel is just an ass. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't want this to be like, oh, that's a woman and she's the lawyer. Oh, and yeah. Like, like I, I wanted to take that kind of, I didn't want to take it out. I still want the colonel to be that kind of asshole towards them. But I want everyone else just to be like, no, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Which is why I made the judge a female. Okay. Because I thunk. I, I thunk. <clears throat> Did you? <laughs> Do you thunk? I'm dying. <laughs> Because I think that conversation where he's like, I, sh- I should get respect for being called sir, you know, for mm-hmm. all the things. And then the judge being like, yeah, and you need to call me mm-hmm. sir or your honor because I think I've earned that because yeah. of my position. Sorry, that's just a great moment because yeah. it's like he's building up and he's like, oh, he's going to let this colonel go. And then it's just like, no. Yeah. Like, I'm cutting you at the at the knees here. No, it was... It was... It was good. I, I, I feel the same way about it being modern. I definitely would keep it that way. I think I would still try and keep any kind of like high techiness out. out of it. Like, I don't want like, I think you hey, can... we had digital video and we had yeah. zoom in and zoom in and all that well, I stuff. Think it's I like... think you could totally still do it. And like the thing is, you put this in Afghan, mm-hmm. Afghan, Afghanistan. Put it in a sweater. Mm-hmm. Um, Afghanistan. Nice little sweater. <laughs> uh, you put it in Afghanistan. And they're, they were just stationed in a small town where they didn't have a lot of shit. But all you do is right? you just say, like, that could be the colonel's thing. Like, we had an electrical storm. A sandstorm came through. All of our electrics went yeah. out. You know, like, we, we can't we can't hold on that. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many things, I guess, you, you can write around. It's just you have to figure out the best way to write this around. Yeah. And, like... Because I just... The only thing I don't really want... Like, I want it to be overseas, but I don't want them to be in active combat. Yeah. Because well, they're, they're supposed to be, yeah. you know. The guards. The guards. They're, so it's got to be around a base, but it's like, yeah, 100 feet, 200 feet away is the, the, the firing line, but they're not quite in that. Because if it's a firefight, then why would you bring that Marine with you? <laughs> he's clearly, he's not getting a 46-46 on his score, so. <laughs> yeah, I know what that means. <laughs> means excellence. Yeah. I looked that one up oh, when I was you? watching. I was like, what is why 46 because they use a, a rating scale from zero to five and a four six four point six is considered excellent ah which is why he says he needs to get a 46 46 got it because i was like i don't understand what this is <laughs> but i think things like you have to kind of keep the marine like code that they have mm-hmm. as as intact as possible especially when it comes to keep a sutherland's character like, he has to be as stingy mm-hmm. as... And, like, I would even keep the super religious part of it. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, I have two things on my bedside table. I have the, 
the Marine Code book and the King James Bible, and it's like, ooh, you're a nut bar. <laughs> ooh. Really? We want this guy guarding our country? <laughs> oh, um, probably. Oh, yeah. You want, you want yeah. the... I want the people who are that fanatical about it guarding me yes. when it comes to actual war. Well, I mean, that's as bad as you don't want to agree with the colonel, one of the things is, he says, like, these want, are the guys you want you us want me on, on the line. Wall. Yeah. Because I'm the one that's going to defend yeah. it, not and, you. And that's one of the good things I really, really love about this this script and yeah. this movie is the fact that, like, yeah, they're bad guys. But, like, they're bad guys that we made and we want. Yeah, but they're, they're considered bad guys. I right. mean, they're considered bad guys, yes, because that's what we did. But because of the shit they've seen and the code they live by that then they were being told... You can't live this part of the code anymore. You can't do a code red. That's not, yeah. you know, it's not legal and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, well, like Colonel says, like, I'm going to, I issued it because God damn it, this is what you need. Mm. And like the reason, like the reason Dawson did it this time was because he got punished for not obeying that rule, that, that order the last time. Oh, because they he went against red. the order. Yeah, and he then went he against to... the code red, right? Yeah. He brought that one guy food. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, Let's get to it. Yeah, hold on. I'm just trying to think. Because, yeah, I definitely didn't. Because, like, one of the things I watched NCIS for years. One of the things mm -hmm. I never really liked about it was how high tech it was. Yeah. Like, like Gibbs wasn't. No, but, but like, real life doesn't look like that. Doesn't those computers and all that stuff, real life doesn't look like that. Real life, like, the crime scene investigators take months. Yeah. They don't just pop it in a... Like, you don't have one person... You don't have the Abbey... No. ...who can do everything in the, the lab. Yeah. But, like, I'm saying, like... Like, there's scenes where he's just standing in his office, like, printing stuff off and everything mm -hmm. like that. Like, that still exists, and I just kind of want that kind of hmm. technology. I don't want him bringing an iPad into the... Like, here, there's, here's no. the core rule book. Like, no. I want You're him... bringing a book. Like... But I like... I still want them to be, like... Because there's that whole kind of weird character point of him not having a pen. Yeah. Because he gets like three or four different ones given to him, right? Mm -hmm. and, but that's what I like. I like how he's like, I want pads of paper. I want pens. I want all yeah. the stuff you can find. And we'll just spread it all out. Yeah. And then we'll put it on a chalkboard and we'll just stare at it. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Let's get to this cast. Let's it do is. this. Oh, we should talk about it's re it was released December 11th. 1992 so this Ooh. was kind of a christmas movie weird not a christmas movie but released at that kind of yeah. time yeah. uh it has a fairly high tomato score mm -hmm. critics of 83 percent and audiences of 89 percent yeah this is a good one and yeah rob reiner directed this which i don't know it mm. was amazing to me so rob reiner rob reiner okay uh did you want to talk about because you casted the Two Marines, I didn't cast the... Defense. I did, but then I, I deleted them because okay. you didn't. But let's just quickly talk about them because they are important. Very I important. Think but just both of us can talk about it. Yeah. You can cast any person that looks like a Marine. Yeah. Like just a bulk guy or at this point, you could have a female as well. Mm -hmm. Right? Like you could have anybody yeah. really be these Marines. You just have to have somebody that can do that kind of, sir, yes, sir. Yeah. Right? And do it well. And... Mm -hmm. You can find a good actor to do that. Yeah. You just look at like um, Seals or any of those shows. Like, 
Hmm. Any of the NCISs where they have the Marines, right? So, mm -hmm. so yes, I did take them off after you told me you didn't cast My them. My apologies. So that's fine. Okay, we're going to start with the judge. J.A. Preston played him. The judge was Judge Julius Alexander Randolph. Randolph. Uh, yeah, J.A. Pearson. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry, Preston was the actor. Um, he looks familiar. Yes, and I remember, I know I saw him something, but I can't, I couldn't find what it was. He has been so many different TV shows and stuff over the years. I'm sure I just saw him in something somewhere. Probably. So, uh, did you want to start or do you want me to start? I'll start because I already slightly talked about mine. Sounds good. Go so ahead. So as I said, I changed this to a female judge because I wanted that play against the colonel and his kind of manlyisms. Mm -hmm. um, I went with Francis McDormand. Nice. Because is your movie also directed by the Coen brothers? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Let's do it. Where's John Turturro? <laughs> oh, actually, John Turturro would have done a good Jessup. Yeah, yeah, he would have. <laughs> um, no, I didn't cast him. Um, but yeah, Francis McDormand. Um, Dormand? Yeah, McDormand. Dormand. I, I had to look at how many times I wrote it. Because <laughs> um, I think when she plays that straight, just, you know, no-nonsense character, yeah, she's, like, she'll be great at it. And she's just phenomenal. I want, I want that judge persona to be like, you know, I... I got to my place where I needed to, right? Like, mm -hmm. I'm here in my authority, I guess. Yeah. And take authority of that courthouse. Like, that's that's what I really want, and I hope it goes well with my colonel. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I have to explain my colonel a little bit, but that's we'll fine. go. Who'd you have? So, I went, with a little, I went definitely a little different take on it. I went, because like, the thing is, like, watching this movie... And like watching the judge, he's always kind of leaning back and like leaning on his hand, yeah. and he's, he's he's it's another trial for him. Totally, and it's like he's just effortless, effortlessly cool and confident. <laughs> so I picked an actor who is effortlessly cool and confident, and I picked Billy D. Williams. Okay, yeah, yeah, because I'm just like I was just <laughs> picturing, yeah, and just picturing him being able to be like mm -hmm. the. It's more of the. Um, when he played Harvey Dent. Yeah. That that kind of like character. Yeah. Right? So charisma and his Yeah. His yeah, personality. So Yeah, um, I don't know why. Billy, I'm just like Billy I was D. watching this movie and I'm like, I don't know why, but I keep seeing Billy D as this <laughs> got the cape on. No. <laughs> oh right, <Drinking> Orlando. <laughs> Stop calling me that. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, well, that's good. Next. Lieutenant, Our, oh, who'd you have? Lieutenant Colonel Matthew Andrew Markinson. Okay, Matthew Markinson. Yeah, played by J.T. Walsh, mm -hmm. another actor you've seen in hundreds of things yes. over the years. Um, yeah. So yeah. he's one of those. Like they they managed to get these super prolific character actors to be in this movie. Yes. Alongside people like Tom Cruise and Jack Nicholson. And Demi Moore, who was huge at the time. Yes. Well, she was coming off a bunch of box office flops. Was she? Yeah. But she was known. She was known. Yeah. Because this I was guess. back when she was still married to Bruce, right? Yes. Yes. I believe so. Yeah. So. Yeah, this was Because they were kind of like the Hollywood power couple yeah. for a long time. Because he was huge in the 80s, right? Oh, yeah. Oh. So, this is a little bit weird. Okay. 
Um, I kind of want because you had to make the Colonel Jessup and this mm-hmm. character kind of the same age, so I kind of picked people around the same age. Um, and I wanted him to be the same kind of paunchy. Cool. Yeah. Like, I am still a Marine, but I've kind of let myself go over the years. And mm-hmm. I loved the fact that he was used to be counterintelligence and just disappears. Just and disappear. no, one knew, no one knew where he was. Yeah. Um, and I really am influenced by the scene in the car. Where mm. he just kind of shows up in Tom Cruise's car. Where he's just in the back. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, you left your door unlocked. Ah! <laughs> 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 ah! Notice he kept driving while he was scared, though, so he oh, yeah. wasn't really scared. Um, so I picked Russell Crowe. Nice. Because, like, Russell Crowe can do that super intimidating, <laughs> paunchy man. <laughs> right? I wouldn't get in Russell Crowe's way. No, like, you totally wouldn't. And, yeah, he, he has that age to him, so, you know, he's a, <laughs> a veteran soldier and all that stuff, so. Yeah. But, yeah. And I he is... I know he's kind of fallen on on not so favorable terms over the last you know years when it comes to Hollywood and acting, but mm-hmm. he is still a phenomenal he's you know Oscar winning actor like Beautiful Mind and Gladiator and all that stuff. He's a an mm-hmm. astoundingly talented actor. So yeah. I'm looking up at my two actors I chose. Wow, there's oh. actually quite a bit of a difference between my. Doesn't really but doesn't matter. matter. It's just be like no. the only reason it was because he's like, well, we fought in Nam together. Mm-hmm. Was it was it Vietnam? It must have been. Yeah, I think he said Vietnam. Been... He's like, when we fought in Vietnam together, I got promoted over you. Yeah, we, and we he just to... decided to shit on his friend. Yeah. He's like, oh, so you're that kind of guy. <laughs> Sit down. Yeah. So I went as I just looked it up. I went. It's a little younger, but whatever. Um, but I wanted somebody who. You look at it and be like, okay, he, he's got professional. And then, yeah, kind of that disheveled later on. Like, yeah. he, he goes down. So, I want John Hamm. Yeah. Because... I can see that. I think, like, Baby Driver. Yeah. Like, the way he played in that. Where, like, he's just that. And it's the whole, like, counter-operative kind of idea. Or counter-intelligence. And, like... I was listening to something the other day. And somebody suggested he'd be a good um, Frank Castle. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. I totally agree with that. Yeah. I could see it. Because they talked about how the one who was on the TV show, he was good and everything, John but he Berthenol. wasn't a real Punisher. Yeah, John Berth. Yeah. Because Punisher, once he got revenge for his family, never stopped. Yeah, but just kept the going. the Netflix one, he did stop. He's like, okay, I'm done now. I don't have to be the Punisher anymore. Yeah, but they right. were trying to build a... I know, but... Yeah. But, like, Still, you, yes. when you see John Hamm in Baby Driver... Oh, yeah. And, like, he is that... When he gets I'm that... not stopping... Yeah, when right. he yeah, when his uh, wife goes yeah. or girlfriend, I can't remember, but yeah, I'm sure they were married, probably. Yeah. But yeah, I like darling. John yeah, get old John Hamm. No, I like that. All okay, right, next, our super religious second lieutenant Jonathan Kendrick, mm-hmm. played by the amazing Kiefer Sutherland. Every single time these people were on screen, it just reminded me how good these actors actually are. Yes. Right? Like, when he was on screen, we'll get to Kevin Bacon and Tom and all that stuff later. But, like, like when he was just that, he was that super menacing. Oh, yeah. Like, you just felt something off, but then you're yeah. like, is he off or is he just, like... That, he, but the thing that is, like, he's, he's off, it. but it's he's off because he is that singularly focused mm-hmm. on what he needs to do, right? Which is good for the people 
in that position, mm-hmm. right? I don't want some Marine who's like, yeah, I'm just a Marine on the weekends. Nah, I'm a Marine. I'm a <laughs> like, weekend Marine. You know, you Other know? times I'll work at the Arby's. It's fine. <laughs> you know, so. No, um, no. I guess I'm up. Uh, yes, you are. Uh, so for my second lieutenant, Jonathan Kendrick, um, I went with Frank Grillo. Okay. Rumlow from yeah. uh, Winter Soldier. Crossbones. Crossbones. Because um, he has that gruffness, and you can kind of see him leading a group of Marines. Mm-hmm. So, and. Well, he kind of did. Well, he, yeah. <laughs> well, he led S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. Yeah. Kind they were probably Hydra, Hydra they were pro- agents. They were probably ex Marines. <laughs> yes. But that's kind of like, I wanted him to be. And he kind of does that, like, instability thing really well. Yeah. And you just look at him and you're like, I don't know if you're evil or you're just really dedicated to your job. Yeah. So, yeah. Frank Grillo. I went with a little bit of an unconventional pick. Um, he is, like, the least famous person in my cast list. Because I figured, like, if they're going to redo this movie, this movie mm-hmm. is going to get people wanting to be in it type yes. of movie, right? Um, cause it is such an acting powerhouse, but I picked, um, Theo Rossi. He played shades on okay. Luke Cage yep. because of that character. Like oh, he yeah. was, was that, great. like it, the thing about shades was like, he was the small guy who was super intimidating and like he played it really, really, really well. And I thought like, mm-hmm. that's kind of what I wanted from this character. Not just the fact that he was small, but like. I needed that intimidation. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. 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 It works. Okay. Lieutenant Sam Weinberg. Sam Weinberg. Kevin Pollock. Who's great. Who is amazing. Is Kevin Pollock the one that tells us, or is that somebody else, about Alan Arkin? Yes. Kevin Love, Pollock. <laughs> if you've never watched his stand-up on his Alan Arkin calls... <laughs> Please go watch it. It is the best thing you'll hear yeah. in a long time. Yeah. He would call Alan Arkin as, as Alan, Alan Arkin. Arkin. <laughs> Kevin, no. please stop calling me. <laughs> Memo to self. Did I do that? Yes. I think I did. I think the best part of the story is when he calls Larry King. Oh. And he's like, Larry, that's not me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, yes. Because uh, he does a spot on... Oh, yeah. It's spot great. on Alan Arkin. Yeah. He's a good... He does a really good Jack, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah. Um, but he... Most recently, I remember seeing him um, in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. He oh. plays Mrs. Maisel's dad. Mm-hmm. And he is so funny in that movie. Or show. He's so, so funny in that show. Um, and... Also around this time, he did um, Usual Suspects. Yeah, I was just looking it up. Right. The Usual cool. Suspects was in 95. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a big thing for him as well. Yeah. So, anyway, I guess it's my go. You're, you're up. So, I picked a guy who is very, very funny and can do very, very serious as well. And I've picked him before, but, hmm, you know, when it's I, when, when I want to do funny and serious, I got to go with Bill Hader. Because hmm. to me, like, especially after seeing him in It, Chapter two. Oh yeah. Like it's just, I don't know how that man gets such f- good laughs out of such shitty scenarios, <laughs> and it's so so well done. And he does it so. He has that perfect timing mm-hmm. that Kevin Pollock also has. Like it's just, 
spot on and yeah. yeah. So Bill Hader. Bill Hader. I know he's he's kind of a safe choice for me. He's not quite the Jack Black. Though I actually almost picked Jack Black for um Markinson. <laughs> Cause he can do serious oh, too. Oh yeah, no, he can do right? great serious. So like, But yeah, so I love yeah. Jack Black. I did not choose Jack Black. No, that's good. I know. I'm I'm saving him. Oh. I need to save him. Well, eventually we'll do a comedy. You can throw him in. Um, but I went, I went with somebody that I think can do comedy well enough and I think can deliver this. I went with uh, Sung Kang, who plays oh, Han, Han. Yeah. from Fast and Furious. Who is much older than he looks. Uh, it, yeah. <laughs> but he can play the youngness to it. Oh, yeah. Because I remember, but he's, he's funny. Oh, and yeah. the way he delivers some lines, like, I feel like he could be the, the comedic he part of this. He has really good dry comedy. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of what I wanted with this compared to my, I was going to say Tom Cruise character, my Daniel Caffey mm-hmm. character. Like, I wanted that kind of humor, but that dry humor to him. Yeah. And just to be like, uh, I'm stuck with you. What am I doing? Uh, you're doing all the side stuff. I'm doing the... <laughs> oh, I'm just here to follow orders. Yeah. Yep. Nope. I, for me, it was that that exchange with the three of them in the courtroom where he's like, why do you hate them so much? And he says, they're mm. bullies. Yeah. And like, they beat on a weaker kid. Like you could tell like that came from a place deep down mm-hmm. in Kevin Pollock's heart. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. It's Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Captain Jack Ross. Oh, Kevin Bacon. Do you want to go through his, uh, <laughs> His filmography? No. No, I do not. Because <laughs> he's got... Let's just, let's just see. Let's, let's just... see how many acting roles Kevin Bacon has. Considering there was a game about how prolific Kevin Bacon is. I th- that game still goes on. He has 97 acting credits. Oh, that sounds That's many. not a lot. But when you're only a physical actor, that's but a lot. When you're also an actor that everybody knows yeah. Kevin Bacon. Everybody knows Kevin Bacon. It's like one of those things where it's like, name me an actor, Kevin Bacon. Mm-hmm. Like, what have you seen him in recently? I don't know, but Kevin Bacon. But the thing is, they don't just he know shows Kevin up Bacon. Every... They also know Footloose. Footloose, Because for some reason, everyone knows Kevin Bacon and Footloose. The Invisible Man. I've never seen Footloose. It was the Hollow Man, by the way. Oh, the Hollow Man, sorry. <laughs> I've, yeah. seen, I've seen Footloose. I I'm trying to think of what else I like, know Kevin Bacon from. Um... But I can't really. Apollo 13. He was great in that. Yeah. River Wild. Love that movie. Never seen it. It was a weird movie. Um, it's fine. We don't have to go into it. No, no, no. I'm going to go quickly, quickly into it. But it was Meryl Streep and Kevin Bacon in an action movie down a whitewater river rafting tour. Well, okay. <laughs> hold on. So the whole six degrees of Kevin Bacon. The moment he's in a movie with Meryl Streep. There you go. Yeah. Because you can find any movie that either has Kevin Bacon or Meryl Streep in. Yeah. So. All right. We should get into this. Yes. So Captain Jack Ross. Is it my go first? Um, no, I went. It's mine. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I went maybe a little different because I wanted to add a little more diversity than just all white people. <laughs> so um, I went with Yusuf Gatewood. Okay. Uh, played Raymond in season two of Umbrella Academy. The husband. Oh, okay. To, um, oh, yeah. He was good. He was great in that. Yeah. Um, he was also Famine in Good Omens. Yes, he was. He was one of the four horsemen. Yes, he was. 
which he was great. <laughs> yes, I love that show. Yeah, and kind of that that way he plays like either both those characters, like mm-hmm. his seriousness in um, the Umbrella Academy, because it's all about. But his seriousness is his, and his goodness and his goodness because he was uh, fighting for civil rights. Yes, right? and that's what I want with this. Is like I want somebody that's dedicated to his job, but he knows like the whole point of it is he knows what they're doing right mm-hmm. like him and daniel go back and forth and are like they're good friends and like no man i'm telling you this is a friend yeah like this is a bad choice but even at the end like yeah we said it who are the airmen ah <laughs> uh, they're nobody like they're nobody <laughs> yeah. good good call like good <laughs> good, call. good good play you rattled them just enough yeah because <laughs> it, it's that like it's not the bitterness that oh i lost to this or this it's literally the hey that was it that was a good strategy yeah. like and it was not only that, but like the respect. Because yeah. the moment he implicated himself, mm-hmm. Tom Cruise's character was like, hey, no, we have to get everybody out of here. Like yeah. he just said that he was guilty of something. We need to properly arrest him and all that yeah. stuff. So. We need to ask everyone and we need to uh, issue an article. Well, 3A does what did he say? I'm going to rip out your eyes and piss in your dead skull. And it's like, ooh, <laughs> I'm going to kill you. <laughs> you going to say that in a court of law? Yeah. Yes. So yeah, that was my my choice. Yeah. Who do you have? One. Um, I went with Adam Driver. Okay. Also, an actual ex-marine. Yeah, I was gonna say he's <laughs> he's an ex-marine that but it, most it people just, don't know. It wasn't just that; it was the fact like I didn't see all of Marriage Story because it made me unbelievably sad. Hmm. <laughs> it's a rough movie to get through, but the way he yells and stuff like he is an incredibly convincing. Yeah. actor and I, I you need that from these characters i almost cast him in the tom cruise part yeah. um but he would have been good yeah i but i needed a person who was a little bit more carefree have you okay have i don't think you've seen it though have you seen the dead don't die no no i haven't bit him and bill murray uh, it's one of those movies where it's like the lowest budget movie you could think of but it has these people in it that you're like how did this movie get made but it's so it's an experience. It's not a great movie. It's not even a good movie, but it's like just the people in it and the way they act. Like Adam Driver's, the way he acts in this movie is so good. Yeah. Like, yeah. The way he plays with Bill Murray is just yeah. awesome. And like, I know a lot of people give him shit for Kylo Ren, but I think I think he played that part very, very well. Like mm-hmm. in the long line of whiny Skywalkers before him. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like <laughs> I'm agreeing with you because like, they're all whiny. Yeah. Like Except he... for Leia. True. Yeah. The only badass Skywalker out there. What about Rey? Rey is not a Skywalker. Oh, God. You're one of those people. <laughs> Rey is a Rey. <laughs> then Han Solo is not a Solo. No. He's just a Han. <laughs> yeah. Adam Driver. Yeah. I like it. Who do you have? I Who already said. Do? We're going on to the next one. Next one. Lieutenant Commander Joanne Galloway. Played by Demi Moore. Demi Moore. What, what I liked, I liked her character. I don't know if I... Uh, like, the beginning part kind of was, like, weird, where she's, like, stumbling over trying to ask to be the lead... In, or not the lead investigator, the lead lawyer. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I, I don't know if I really wanted that part of it. But I liked, I liked her character. I liked that she was the one that, like, really gave a crap. Yeah. And was like, no, this is wrong. This is happening. But I think that that beginning part was just to kind of just show 
how much the the um the navy didn't care for women in their ranks yeah right like it, the wasn't, orders. it wasn't because well, they have the scene where it's like can you step out do you yeah. want a cup of coffee no yeah. do you want to get out of my office so we can talk about you yeah oh okay, okay. <laughs> and then yeah like they have that whole conversation like how is she blah 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 yeah. and, and like they like when they're in the crab bar eating yeah. dinner and she's she said that they she did what was it a nine week court case on to, to yeah. argue against the 15 day imprisonment charge and it's like jesus <laughs> Yeah. She's fighting for the little man. Yeah. Um, like, even if that was a dude, like, if I was that commanding officer, I'd be like, yeah, no, you're not doing this again. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's why she was a good investigator. Yeah. So, yes, Demi Moore. I did not know she was in The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah, she was the voice of Esmeralda. I never saw it. Oh. Yeah, it was one of those, like, you yeah. watch it one time and then it just slides off. I remember seeing G.I. Jane. I thought she was very good in that. So. Mm. Also had Vigo Mortensen in it. Nice. So. I like Vigo. Anyway. You're up. I'm up. Ooh, my phone went out. Um, I picked Jennifer Lawrence. Okay. I think she kind of has that same kind of energy that this, that Galloway had. She mm-hmm. has that kind of like tough girl, take no shit kind of energy. Mm-hmm. Right, so like, even though I'm kind of changing that, like, I think the character still needs to be the character. I think she needs to be the one who fights for the little people, and mm-hmm. and like, I can totally see Jennifer Lawrence doing that. Yeah, and I could see her doing it well. So, because like, she's shit. She won an Oscar. She's a good actress. She knows what she's doing. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah. who did you have? Speaking of Star Wars. I went with Natalie Portman. Okay. Because I think it's that, like, conviction and that drive. And, like, Natalie Portman does that really well. Like, she does that in her everyday life, right? She's oh yeah, very, com- or, I was going to say committed. She is committed. committed but, it works, yeah. Yeah, like, she's very forward on all of the, all of her stuff. But, like, as an actress, she's great. Like, I think she could, and I can see, and... I, I want them to do it kind of the way they did it, but I want them to be like, no, this isn't a love story. No one's sleeping with each other. I don't want a romantic involvement between the two of them. No. I want them to be like, like, but the thing this is, this is professional. The fact that they go from antagonism to respect yes. needs to be there, but that's all it was, right? Mm-hmm. They don't. Yeah. Yeah. And I think she would do this and I, I partly thought back to like V for Vendetta mm. when she played Evie. Yeah. And like the way she she played that, right? But American Not accent. Queen Amidala. And Qu- well, Queen Amidala had a lot of authority, right? <laughs> oh, until they made her nothing. Senator Amidala. And then they made her nothing. <laughs> and then she died. Yeah. Um, Those prequels are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I think Natalie Portman would fit this role well yeah okay shall we talk about jack jack nicholson was that your jack no <laughs> uh, that would be the worst that was my worst impression let's hear yours then i don't have a jack i don't have a jack <laughs> jack's great yeah um 
And my first my first memory of Jack? Joker. Joker. Yeah, so is mine. Because that was like the first movie you saw that was probably good enough for... It's probably kiddish <laughs> enough for... Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but we, we we did it again, like when we did One Flew with the Cuckoo's Nest oh, a yeah. long time ago. Like, it just seeing how talented this man is as an actor and how much of a presence he conducts just being... he He's in like four scenes. Yeah. Like, but they're great. Yeah. But like him walking into that courtroom at the mm-hmm. end there is just like... like oh, this, he's like, this, this is me now. Yeah. And it's all about him and he's so, so, so good. Um, he does that slow... I want to say that slow boil because mm-hmm. when he's sitting there and he's like, "You're pissing me off," like well, it's, and then you, he just explodes, right? Well, you get that so well in um, The Shining. Yep. Like the obviously, slow the sh- descent into madness. Yeah, obviously, The Shining has a bit of has issues if you've read of the course. book. Um, but like he, the way that he he played that role is just so well done, mm-hmm. and yeah, I think. I think he's a, just, he's one of those actors who you see him in something and you're like, it's Jack Nicholson. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to like this no matter what. No. I'm going to like what he does. So. Oh, The Departed. I can see that on your list. Yeah. So. Uh, like, he was yeah. great in that. Yes, Mars Attacks. Yeah. Mars Attacks. Oh, I need to rewatch that someday. <laughs> I've always wanted to do in this, as a, as a recast of thing, Chinatown. Because, like, that's mm-hmm. one of his most more famous films. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Uh, my go or your go? My go. Okay. I had Natalie Portman. All right. So. <laughs> yeah, I, you said you had to explain this. Well, maybe. Maybe I have to explain this. I'll see how you react. Okay. So I went with Bruce Willis. Okay. Because. Why? <laughs> Because Bruce Willis has always been known as a action star. But I think given the right direction, given the right situation, you could make him this like just asshole colonel. Yeah, that's just called Bruce Willis. <laughs> there hey, you go. He's one of my favorite actors of all time, but he has become a shithead. <laughs> but yes. Yeah. But that's the thing. You want somebody that is just an asshole and you want to hate. Yeah. Right? Like that whole breakfast scene they have. Mm-hmm. You're just looking at Jack Nicholson and you're like, you're an asshole. Oh, no. I could totally see him doing this. Yeah. And that's where I think... And because I think Bruce Willis is at that age, you almost have that tired... Like, this is going to sound weird. You almost have that tiredness, Bruce Willis, who's almost done with what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want that in this character. Because I want him to be like, I'm tired of you suits and all you fancy people... Telling us what we can and can't do. Thanks for not using the word he used. <laughs> I was not going to use that word. I don't. I don't agree with using that word. Yeah. Um, but that's that's what I see, like Bruce Willis being able to do now. Mm-hmm. Of course, you need a little direction because you don't really. You need to dig a little deeper into Bruce Willis to get him to bring that out. But I think but, he could. But the thing is, the only way you would need to dig it a little deeper is actually provide him with an acting challenge. Yes. Because the dude plays cops and FBI agents, and, like, that's it. Yeah. But he's not being an action star. Yeah. He's no, got but... four, five scenes that he has to, yeah. like, do yeah. really well. And I think if you pushed him, you would get that from him. Yeah. 
Because, like, as much as I do, like, he is in a borderline perfect film, Die Hard. Hmm. And no matter what shit that franchise gives us, I will go and see the next one because it's Die Hard. <laughs> yes. Right? No matter what. But he plays John McClane in, in almost every single movie he's in. And I don't think it's his fault. I think that's just what they give him and what he can take. And he's kind of become this king of the B-movies recently. No. Bruce Campbell's king of B-movies. No, Get out of here. No, but you know what I mean. I know what you mean. He's in so many of them. But this is where I think you, you give him the opportunity to yeah. make that kind of comeback. No, like, no, that's what I mean. Don't like, be I think, I think John McClane. I think he would jump at a chance like this because yeah. you know he could actually flex his acting muscle. Because the guy's not a bad actor. No. He's so. done some good, like... Yeah. Um, like straight stuff, mm-hmm. not action. Sorry, I was trying to think of the best. And word. he's a very good comedic actor as well. Yeah, yeah. I love the movie The Kid. Yeah, it's a great movie. Yes. Do you remember that? One? Yes. Yeah. I think I had that on VHS. <laughs> but yeah, like having, and I think the slow boil is something he could do very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then just exploded. Like I don't know if I have ever seen Bruce Willis do like an exploded. He's always kind of like the calmish, cool. I'm sure if angry. I really thought about it, I could, you, I could definitely come could. up with something. But yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was my choice. Cool. I had to explain a little bit. So no, that, that's so. fine. I'm gonna have to explain mine a little bit too. So I went with this actress because I just think she is such a phenomenal actress, even though she's never really done this kind of role. But Kate Blanchett is so amazing. <laughs> right. Did you know I was going to do go that way? No, I did not think you were going to do Kate Blanchett. No. Um, almost went Tilda Swinton. Went with Kate Blanchett oh, in the last minute. Yeah. Both of whom would be... Because it's that, that, again, that slow peak to, 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 to ego, mm-hmm. right? That I kind of want. And I think Kate can just nail it. Because she has nailed every role I have ever seen her in. and You haven't watched The House with the clock to, Clocks in its Walls. How do you know if she didn't nail that? I watched it. I know, but how do you know no, if she didn't nail what know. she was going for? Maybe. she was. <laughs> she, I will say this, though. That movie is actually really good. It's yeah. a good Jack Black movie and Kate Blanchett. But it is a good... Is it a good Eli Roth movie? Me? Is I'd it, have to go back and is rewatch Is there a it. lot of gore and cannibals and all that stuff? Because that's no. Eli Roth. <laughs> It was so weird when I heard that he was directing that movie. Um, but no, I like take Hella. Yep. Like I was, that's how, what I was thinking of when you said awesome her. How awesome is that character? Right? And like, mm-hmm. that's like, a, it, it is. It's over the top. It's comic booky. But then you go with Galadriel. Or when she played um, Kate Hepburn in The Aviator. Like, mm-hmm. like, she is just, she nails it across the board and she is so good at everything she does that. It would be so cool to see her in this seat of power, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think it's a good choice. Yeah. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. So, should we talk about Tom? Tom. One of the best action movie stars right now, for some reason. <laughs> Starring in probably the best series of action movies ever. And I'd say that knowing as I love Die Hard so much. But... Mission There's Impossible. What, one bad Mission Impossible movie? 
What's the other one? No, I'm saying Mission Impossible 2. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's not even that bad. It's just not great. Yeah. Um, whereas there's at least three bad Die Hard films. Yes. And there's uh, no gun cocking shirt. Yeah. Th- <laughs> there's no shotgun cocking um, arms from Superman. From him. <laughs> uh, like, and the thing is, like, we were watching this movie and I, and I paused it and I, I looked at Danielle and I'm like, you know what? I love Mission Impossible. And I, as stupid as the mummy was, I thought the action in that movie was really well done. Hmm. And like, I really love Tom Cruise's action star 50s. Absolutely love it. But I really miss awesome dramatic acting Tom Cruise sometimes. Like he is so good mm-hmm. in this. Like where he's that... Because it's the same kind of thing. He's that cocky, like, I had this plea bargain. You know, this is what I do, and I'm really, really good at it. 43, something like that, yeah. cases that have, yeah. we've pleaded down, right? Yeah. Or even that beginning where he's and like... like and, and then that comes back when he goes, they put a guy who is known for plea bargain, who has been nine months on the mm-hmm. job and known for plea bargaining because they did not want this to go to court. Yeah. And you're like... And, and they didn't he's expect like, him to win. Yeah. He was... He was very good in this movie. This 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 also made me really want to watch The Firm, because he is so good in that one. And then even like Jerry Maguire, because he's yeah. has he has that charisma that makes him Ethan Hunt so awesome. And then we just get these insane stunts that he does. Oh yeah, that's it's the insane stunts he does. Um, and then it's his because I'm going to throw out a couple things that you're going to shake. Rock of Ages. Yeah. Right. I know, I know you love that. Tropic Thunder. Like, yeah. Tropic Thunder. I remember seeing it in theaters and being like, "Holy shit, is that Tom Cruise?" <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> the the, the best. Les Grossman. No matter what, the best part of that is the fact that the fat fingers was mm-hmm. his idea. Yeah. Because he's like the he guy's got to have fat fingers. <laughs> but yes. Like it's just his he, his attention to what he does, and. I know it's a bit of a a bit of a weird movie because of the white man saving the Japanese. But did you ever see The Last Samurai? Mm, yes. Do you remember that fight scene when the assassins tried to kill him in the streets? No. So near to the end of the film, uh, before the big the big climactic battle, yeah. Um, there, I think, like four or five men try to kill him in the streets, and it's this incredibly well choreographed fight scene and obviously he wins Hmm. because he doesn't die right um but the thing is like that scene took weeks to shoot because tom was like no we're getting this right yeah it has to look great and i think that that comes from working with directors and doing things like this like there were so many long takes in the courtroom of just him talking right i think it's just no matter what like the man is an unbelievable perfectionist. And the fact that everybody who talks to him says he's the nicest man on the planet, mm-hmm. that's why he keeps... That's why he's still Hollywood, right? Yeah, I just think his personal life, it's one of those things. Yeah. Where it's one of those things where it's like, he's a great actor. You know, maybe he's the super nicest guy, but like it's just that whole connection they have. Yeah. To, uh, so he has a couple of filming credits and pre-production credits on here. So he's Tom Top Gun Maverick coming out, which yeah. looks amazing. Um, 
Mission Impossible 7, which is filming. Mission Impossible 8, which is filming. Live, Die, Repeat, and Repeat. I just (laughs) saw that. I'm like, Live, Die, Repeat, and Repeat. And the best one for me is the untitled Tom Cruise SpaceX Project, Project, which means he's filming something in space. Which he will probably end up filming in In space. space. I'm guessing it'll be a part of a Mission Impossible film. Probably. Because, like, I made this joke um, back before Fallout came out. Um, Mission Impossible Fallout. Um, to Danielle because everyone saw the the halo jumping scene and they're like mm-hmm. oh yeah Tom Cruise learned how to halo jump he's the only non-military person to ever do this like yeah. at the time or something like that and like I'm like do you think he just sits around at home and is like you know what I want to do that calls his agent he's like I got an idea for a Mission Impossible stunt and I was like right into the movie <laughs> it's that <laughs> It's that Nicolas Cage skit they do, yeah. but it's Tom Cruise. Hey, ah, I want to jump off this building. Tom, we can't do that. Make it happen. Damn it. Write it into a Mission Impossible right into film. Mission Impossible. I want to learn how to fly a helicopter. Get 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 the studio to pay for it so I can do it in the Mission Impossible film. Because you know he does that at the end of that yeah. movie. He's yeah. flying that helicopter. Like You know what? I want to, I want to go to space. Let, let's talk to Elon Musk. <laughs> let's, get, let's get this going. Yeah. Tom, we got green screens. We'll we'll put you in the plane that goes no. up and down. No, no. we're going to space. <laughs> going to space. Okay. Tom Cruise is now in space. Yeah. Going like... to Mars. We're filming this on Mars. <laughs> Bring Matt Damon along. We need to save him. We're leaving him, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. okay. It's my so, go first, right? Yes, you're up first. So I went with somebody who has that effortless cool. Mm. But also has that anger. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went with Lupita Nyong'o. Okay. Because she has that effortless cool in like Black Panther mm-hmm. and stuff. Where with I can't remember the name of her character. Um, I look it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't know if you ever saw Us. Uh, no, but I've heard a lot. She is just such a phenomenally talented actress. Um, not to mention Twelve Years a Slave, mm-hmm. um, which is one of those movies that. You watch, and it's amazing. You never, Wonder. ever want to watch it again. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think seeing her in the courtroom just yelling at these people and mm-hmm. being in the right, like she could have that righteous indignation that, that Tom did so well. Yep. So, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Who do you have? I want Marvel as well. Hmm. We'll see if you can guess. Okay. Give me clues. Big Marvel, Little Marvel? Both. What do you mean both? <laughs> both Big Marvel and TV show Marvel. Oh, okay. Um, Sebastian Stan. Damn it. <laughs> first guess. First guess. Not yeah. my first guess in my head, though. Uh, I thought uh, Paul Bettany first. But I'm like, no, he's, he's too old. old. He's too old. <laughs> Sebastian Stan. Yeah. Same thing. He's got that coolness. Yeah. Um, he's got that anger. But it was kind of like that. How do for I me, this? It, for me, it would have been that scene where he's talking to Sam about how we, when he gave up the shield, and he's like, "If that means that he was wrong about you, oh, yeah. he was wrong about me." That like, scene is great. It's so powerful, and, and that's it's kind only of, a couple of lines, right? That's kind of like this character because he's like kind of chasing his dad's shadow, and yeah. would like because there's that line where he's like, "Do you think he would have been?" Is it proud of me, or is your dad proud of you? And yeah. then he's like, "What do you think my dad would have done?" Like and he's like, "But I loved I loved Sam's answer." He's like, "Your dad wouldn't have put him on the stand. Your dad wouldn't, but you will. But you will, 
because you're, you're twice the lawyer your dad is, right? But like, I love the fact that he's like, if it's between you and your dad, I would follow you, Yeah. right? And I think Sebastian Stan has that range to him of, you know, carefreeness, baseball player, and then that, like, straight arrow, like, okay, you know what? We're going to lose, but screw it. We're going to go down fighting. Yeah. And, I, like, like, as much as they win at the end of this movie, they don't. They lost. Like, they those won two Marines are two, going home yeah. instead of... They won two of the three charges. Yeah. Which is good because I, I like the fact that it wasn't like, oh, no, the charges are dropped. But it's like the one they, they lose is the unbefitting of a Marine. Yeah. And it's because, and he agrees. He's like, we didn't follow the order. Like, we didn't follow the and, right. And like the, the right before that scene when, or right before Downey goes in the stand and mm-hmm. um, Galloway's prepping him and she he goes when do you think i'll be able to go back to the platoon yeah and then she goes any day now and like you're just you're just lying to him because mm-hmm. he's not going like i i don't i didn't remember the end of this movie but i'm like they're not going to accept him like he's not going back no he he even says like, like what does this mean and he's yeah. like it means we're not marines but that's where i like the difference between galloway and caffy because caffy straight up tells him like you guys need to take this plea he's like you're not going to go back you you He's like, well, we did nothing wrong. It's like, yeah, but it doesn't matter that yeah. you did nothing wrong. It's you didn't do. To be you honest, did, you didn't do the right thing. Yeah, right. It's you, that, may, uh, you may have been under orders, but you were still. But there's that you still didn't follow the right thing because it, it was unit yeah. first, right? It's unit first, and yeah. you did not protect the unit first. But it's like that. Um, I think it's Germany after World War II had the the in their military where it's like. You have the right to disobey a direct order from a superior mm-hmm. if it goes against, like... That's in most militaries. But that wasn't up until yeah. a long time, because a lot of people would claim exactly that. Yeah. I was just following orders. Well, Isn't they, there that great Picard? I think it's Picard, where a lot of... What was it? Oh, I gotta look it up. Like something about Picard? Yeah. Where it's <laughs> something about following orders, like a lot of... Bad deeds were done because of following orders. Oh, yeah. That's in um, First Contact. Yes. Yeah. So. I'm going to look this up. Don't don't have to. Nope. Looking it up. <laughs> ah, I can't find it now. It's okay. Anyway. One of the things on Google, by the way, is why is Picard bald? Um, because Patrick Stewart is. I know. Actually, it's because Patrick Stewart didn't want to wear the wig they gave him. Because they gave him a wig, mm-hmm. but he was like, he he was like, I'm just not gonna wear it to set a couple of days and see if they don't mind if they say anything, <laughs> and they never did. So, yeah. all right, we did it. Yes, we did. This was great. I I really enjoyed this movie. This was um, a good movie. Yeah. So I I know this is the this is the month kind of I picked. Mm-hmm. This is the one we're doing next, right? I believe so. Okay. Yes. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of, and I'm, I'm going to shoot my own horn. I'm really glad because this movie is really, really good, and I really enjoyed watching this film. We've done a couple of months recently where I, there's been at least a couple of movies I'm like, I do not actively enjoy watching this. The Crow was really hard for me to get through. No, and I, and uh, we so get it, but at the same time, I, I always find when it's a really like this movie is a really good movie. Mm-hmm. And, like, replacing the actors is hard choices, right? Yeah. Whereas a really bad movie like The Crow... You can make better. You can make better. Yeah. And, like, this one, it's like, okay, you can modernize it, but does that mean you're going to make it better? 
and that's fine, but they don't have to be actively bad watching. No, no, no. <laughs> like Highlander is a terrible movie. I enjoy watching that movie. I enjoy watching like we talked about. Yeah. I enjoy watching bad video game movies. Yeah, so it's not a preference of the okay. story being great and all this. Where can they find us? You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. I think. Are we on Twitter? Why are you doing an accent? I don't know. Our social media is in here. Uh, Facebook, Twitter. You can find us on all podcast um, yep. providers. So Google Play, I believe. Spotify. I know we're on there because it always shows up on my Spotify. Yep. Uh, Podbean. Yep. Where can they find you? You can find me on the Canuck Comic Guy store at Etsy, as and well as on Twitter now. Instagram? Instagram. Can never remember which one it is. <laughs> I didn't set it up, so I'll have to talk to my social media manager on that. <laughs> Your sister. My sister. Um, Where can then, they find... And then they can find Danielle at Fionavir on Instagram as well. Yeah. She's been posting pictures of food she makes for us, which is amazing. She'll probably be posting something in the next couple of days, because we're probably going to try smoked wings. Ooh. Yeah. Smoked wings. So, oh, all right. Well, that's before you do your ending. Oh. Um. Normally we do the ending, like the way we do it. But I need to put a little bit of a stipulation on the next movie we're doing. Oh. So the next movie we're doing is based on a real historical event. Um, with real real people involved. Mm -hmm. Um, to make it more of a modern type of movie, we will be not we will not be using we'll be taking the premise we'll be taking the premise we'll be we'll be using the event as a thing not the people as the people mm -hmm. we'll um, be using the plot but yeah. not the historical accuracy because let's face it the movie isn't super historically accurate no it's just mostly historically accurate it's just the um, names and places yeah so all right thank you for that yeah. well from all of us here at recasted go watch black hawk down <laughs>